Yivamos Perktes Zayin, Mishnah Zayin, 16.7, and I'm sorry to say the last of the Masechta, um, but the Mishnah away saved the best for last. We now are going to describe the origins of this leniency where we allow the testimony of a single person or even a woman or even aid, you know, a, a transmission from one to another witness, etc., to allow a woman to remarry. How did that come about? So the Mishnah says a bit of a history lesson. Amr Bikiva. Bikiva says, Kishirarati led Naharda. One time when I went to Naharda, Naharda, the famous city of Shmuel, um, in, in Bavel, in Babylonia, um, which was slowly becoming a major seat of Jewish learning. Um, so Rabbi Kiva went down there, La'aber Hashanah, to um, make it a leap year, to add an extra month to the year, an extra Adar. The normal rule is that the intercalation of the calendar year in Jewish law to add an extra month must be done in Eretz Yisrael and based in there, but in the event that's not possible, as was the case in Rabbi Kiva's time during the Hadrianic persecutions, let's call this the year, I don't know what, you know, 120-something, whenever it was, um, and Rabbi Kiva couldn't do it in Eretz Yisrael, it wasn't safe, so he went to Bavel um, to do it over there, because the rule is that although it should be done in Eretz Yisrael, under such extending circumstances, if the God of Lador from Eretz Yisrael goes to Chutzlarts, he may do the Ibra Hashanah, the intercalation of the calendar, adding an extra month, um, even Chutzlarts. So on his way down to Bavel, Matzasi Nechemia Ish based Li, says Rabbi Kiva, I came across Nechemia, the Ish, Ish signifies that he is a, a man of significant stature, in Beistel, from the town of Beistali. Um And actually, there are other Girsos and the Rif, etc., that it's Matsani, that he sought me out as opposed to me finding him. And he made his way to come find me. Amar Li, and this Nechemia told me, says Rabbi Kiva, Shamati she'ein masin al I heard, says this Nechemia, that in Eretz they won't let a woman remarry based on the testimony of one witness, Ela Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava, with the exception of Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava, ben Bava, Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava, one of the Tanaim, one of the Gedolim, but he was the only one who would allow a woman to remarry based on one witness. Everyone else um, required two. Venumesilo, says Rabbi Kiva, I said back to him, this word numesi rather stilted and unusual in Mishnah Hebrew, but the word naum means like said by, like in the word of Hashem, naum Hashem and so on. So here, numesilo, I replied to him, says Rabbi Kiva, Kena Devarim, yes, Nechemi, you are right. In Eretz we do not allow women to remarry based on the single testimony, uh, with the exception, a single witness, I should say, with the exception of Rabbi Huda ben Bava. Amar Li, so Nechemia said to me, Emor lahem, mishmi, I now want you to be my, win- my shaliach, my emissary, and to report back to the Gedolim in Eretz Yisrael in my name. Atem yodim shahmedina mishubeshes begaisos. You know full well that the land, meaning in Babylonia, is, it's a balagan, you know, it's, it's not safe. Chaotic over here because of the, the marauding armies going around, and therefore I can't come myself to testify before you, but I'm making Rabbi Akiva be my shaliach, my emissary, an agent to, test, to testify before you, that mukublani Marabban gamil hazaken, I have it on tradition personally, from Rabban gamil hazaken, Rabban gamil the elder, Rabban means the, the Nasi, and this is Rabban Gamliel, the elder. There are multiple Rabban Gamliels. The two that are most relevant are Rabban Gamliel Hazaken, that's the, the elder. He was at the very end of the Second Temple period, and like a recognized, um, important, you know, Godel Ador. 
The other Rabban Gamliel, which is the Rabban Gamliel who's more of a contemporary with Rabbi Akiva, who features larger than Mishnayos, he is referred to as Rabban Gamliel de Yavne, Rabban Gamliel of Yavne, because he was the one who took over after Yochum and Zakai established Yavne as a place of learning after the Chorban. Okay, so the relationship between Rabban Gamliel de Yavne and Rabban Gamliel Hazakin is that the elder is the grandfather of the younger. Okay, but now the Nasi was Rabban Gamliel de Yavne, and this Rabbi Nechemia is telling Rabbi Kiva, you go report back to them that the grandfather of the Nasi, the current Nasi, who was the Nasi of his time, he told me explicitly, that one is permitted to allow a woman to remarry based on the testimony of a single witness. Ukshavasi, when I came, meaning when Rabbi Gamliel says, excuse me, Rabbi Akiva says, when I came back there to Israel, they hear it say, and I presented the, these matters, these words before Rabbi Gamliel, the Yavna, the, the grant and the current Nasi, Samach Ledevarai, Rabbi Gamliel, the Nasi, he rejoiced at my words. Va'amarni says, Matz'anu chaver l'Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava. He was rejoicing and saying, finally we have someone who will join sides, if you will, um, as a colleague with Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava, meaning now we are able to allow women to remarry based on the testimony of a single woman, and this is great news because we won't have a gunos, and Rabbi Gamliel really wants that. So, um, he was thrilled to hear it, and he intended to spread the word. And Metocha Devarim, in the midst of those matters, meaning while they were considering this issue, Nizkar, Rabban Gamliel, Rabban Gamliel, the grandson, the current Nasi, he remembered, Shenergug Harugim Betel Arza, there's a place called Tel Arza, and in Tel Arza certain people were killed, and he recalled from his youth, Vihisi Rabban Gamliel Hazaken, Nasho Seyem Al Echad. He recalled from his youth that his grandfather, Rabban Gamliel Hazakin, permitted the widows of Tel Arza to remarry, even though there was just a single witness that could testify that their husband died. Now, the next words of the Mishnah are, And it was therefore firmly established that women could remarry based on the testimony of a single witness. This sentence here that I just read, that doesn't appear in the Gemara, it's the version of the Mishnah, it doesn't appear in the Roshonah's Mishnah, so it's probably not, uh, however gotten to our Mishnah, however it is, it doesn't change things really. Um, but more than that, they furthermore established that we'd be lenient enough to allow for testimony which was second-hand testimony, which means the person now standing before the Bezin, confirming that so-and-so died, didn't see so-and-so die personally. He just heard it from a reliable source that so-and-so died. Um, but that became acceptable also, again, in the interest of allowing women to remarry. And the truth is, aid from one witness to a second witness is love dafka. It's not specifically, you know, just one step removed. We could have, hypothetically, you know, ten links in this chain, going back to the original witness who saw who told someone, who told someone, and so, and finally, the final witness comes and says, I have a good authority, based on this, you know, this chain of witnesses, that so-and-so died, that would be acceptable, and furthermore, they would also accept the testimony of a slave, normally unacceptable for a testimony in a court, or from a woman, again, normally not accepted, and or even from a shifcha, a shifcha is a female slave, so, the shifcha, who's not Jewish, actually has both of the problems. She's not a Jew and she's a woman. And yet, even a shifcha will be accepted to be one who gives testimony to allow a woman to remarry. All again, as we described previously in the Masechta, 
because we want women to remarry. The Chazal didn't want agunos, and they built in um, a system of kanasot, the penalties to make sure that uh, the woman took, you know, responsibility to make sure she could establish the facts of being true to the best of her ability before remarrying. Now, that said, originally it had been Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yeshua, Omrim, before the promulgation of this rule as a huchsaku, before that, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua Omrim ain masin asaisha al echad. They were firm in their opinion that you need to have two witnesses and one will not do. Um, however, ultimately they relented, as the Mishnah described above. Rabbi Akiva Omer lo al isha. Rabbi Akiva said, um, one witness is okay, but not an uh, invalid witness. It has to be a valid witness, um, not a woman. Velo al pi eved, velo pi shivcha. And these words may or not be belong in the Mishnah. Um, depending on the girsa, but also he wouldn't accept other um, non-valid witnesses under normal circumstances of low LP Krovim, nor would he accept a relative of the would-be widow. Now, the point is, Rabbi Kiva at this point, is his main position is we don't accept the testimony of a woman to allow another woman to remarry. So on that, the Chum now are going to push back. And they say, Amrulo, the Chum said to Rabbi Kiva, Maisa, don't forget what happened. Shebnei Levi shehalchu letzor ir hatamarim. There were those Levite fellows that went to this place called Tzor, um, which is the city of dates. Vachala echad mehem baderach, and one of the members of their party got sick along the way. Veheviu befundak, and they brought him to a pundak. A pundak is like a, an inn. They gave, they put him in like a kind of like a hospice hotel thing, an inn, um, to take care of their sick fellow while they went to do whatever they had to do. And so are Iratamarim. Uva Chazartam. And on their way back, they came back from Tsoar. They went back to this, this pundak, this, this, uh, inn. And Amrullah Fundakis, Eye Chavarenu. They said, where is our friend? Now, when they went back to the pundaks, the Gemara, that as they walked the door, the woman burst into tears and started crying and sobbing and, and, that's what prompted to say, what's happened? Where's our friend? Um, and that's important because that, because I understand by her reacting in such a way, they're giving her the status of, of being Messiah Lefituma, that she's not testifying per se, she's rather just speaking, you know, innocently. And that's important because if you recall, we didn't accept the testimony of a non-Jew, um, if they're giving it for the sake of testimony, but we do accept it for the sake, if it's Lefituma and spoken in innocence. So, Chazal understood this is considered the same kind of status of being Lefituma, because she burst into tears as they came in the door. They said, so where is our friend? Amra Lehem, Mace Ukvartiv, says this Pundakis, this innkeeper, woman, Gentile woman, your friend died and I buried him in the back. And she actually showed them where he's buried. Vehisiu es Ishto. And based on that story, the rabbis allowed the wife of the fellow who died to remarry. Now, the only person testifying on his death is this innkeeper, and she wasn't even Jewish. So say the Chacham to Rebekiva, surely if we'll accept a Gentile woman innkeeper, who's got like, so to speak, all strikes against her, um, and yet we accept her testimony to allow her, the woman to remarry, so for sure we should believe a regular Jewish woman who's serving as a single witness. Amrulo, Rebekiva says, no. Velotehe Kohenes, sorry, Excuse me, I once I bet myself. Va'amrulo, and therefore the Chacham said to Rabbi Kiva, Velo sehei kohenes kapundakis. Are you trying to tell us, Rabbi Kiva, that a kohenes shouldn't be like a pundakis? Meaning, what this means is, are you trying to tell us that we accept the testimony of a Gentile woman, but not a Jewish woman? But a kohenes kind of means like a Jewish woman, of like sort of a, because she's 
the daughter of a Kohen, like on the top of the holiness Tahara Jewish totem pole. And a Pundakis, the innkeeper, who's a gentle woman, um, also these women just didn't have a very good reputation in terms of uh, their morality. These innkeepers, what they're up to, who knows? Um, and that being the case, they're contrasting a holy Jewish woman to a not so holy non Jewish woman. Amr Lahem, so that was their that was their argument or Bikiva that we should for, should for sure accept Jewish a single Jewish woman's testimony. Amr Lahem, Rabbi Kiva pushes back and he says no. Pundakis Neemanis Pundakis You said you wanna know why the this um this Pundakis, this innkeeper woman was believed? Um that she's only believed in a scenario that the uh, because Hapundakas Hotzialahem Makalu Vatarmilo Vasefatorshayabiado because she didn't just testify and it wasn't just even let's say Lefituma. She actually brought corroborating, albeit um circumstantial evidence, but she brought additional evidence to support that he was dead because she show, she showed them um his makel, that's his walking stick, his tarmil, that's like his wallet. And his safer Torah that he had in his hand. So the point is, who knows what happened to this poor guy? And for all we know, this innkeeper is the one who killed him. But that's not the point. The point is, he clearly is dead here because not only is she saying he's dead and he's allegedly buried in the backyard, but where in the world would he be? No one would leave their wallet and safer Torah, etc. with the innkeeper. Obviously, he's no longer here. So this corroborating circumstantial evidence... Um, is what says Rabbi Kiva is why we believed her, and Rabbi Kiva says furthermore, yeah, a Jewish woman also would believe in such a scenario with that corroborating circumstantial evidence. Um, so that was his rebuttal. Um, nevertheless, Rabbi Kiva ultimately relented and saw things as the chumdut to permit a single witness, even a woman, to give testimony, um, as did Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua of the earlier on in the Mishnah. So when the dust settles, everyone agrees, and that became the universal custom and the halacha lamaisa that a single woman. Um, single witness, woman, relative, slave, etc. All the above, aid me, aid. Um, all these things are permitted to um, be the sufficient testimony that a woman's husband died to allow her to remarry. And with that, salak mesechus yivamos, mazel to everybody. We finished mesechus yivamos, and kol uh, kavod all who stuck it through. One of the longest mesechdas, the most difficult mesechdas in shas. And with that, we finish. And bez Hashem, next is mesechus ksubos.